0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Team Vongola podcast. I am Josh. Joining me today, as always, is Andrew. Hey, guys. And our guest, you might have just caught his voice a little bit back there. Um, He is a finalist in our Team Vongola double circuit. He is a frequenter of the Scarsdale shop, Clarkson's Corner, Mr. Adam Weitzer.
1: Hey, guys. What's up?
0: Good time you're here, Adam. Oh, thanks um, for having me. You know, why, why don't you uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself?
1: Well, I've been playing the game since 2012. Um, uh, I started around when set six came out. Uh, so when Azul was the big card. Shortly afterwards, Duke overcame that. And my friends got me a Kagero deck. And uh, I've kind of stayed with the red the entire time. I've gone to every regionals. Um, I've topped the two thousand and thirteen regionals. I've made top eight. I got super mega sacks, and uh, at, by Jonathan Gall, actually, who's going to be at New York uh, Spring Fest. So <laughs> I'm going to try to see if we can have a rematch. I don't have a million anymore, but you know, updated. He doesn't play heels. Um, so, you know, John Gall does not believe in playing heels. He didn't have heels against me. <laughs> it was the bad. Uh, then in, uh, 2015, the singles regionals that just passed, I also made to top eight. Uh, game three opened four draw triggers and with G assist. So that didn't go so well for me. Um, as well as I've made it to the finals of every single Vangola, both teams and singles. Uh, and last year, my partner Chris, who is currently looking for a parking spot, and I won the Team vongola so we're the returning champions, and we're looking to make it two years in a row. Well,
0: best of luck to you in the um, double circuit. We definitely have a lot of hungry competition this year, for sure.
1: I'm coming a for lot you, of names Mustafa. That
0: we didn't think we're going
2: to be there, like and all the names that are first timers in our circuit. Yeah, like Jet. Joey. Yeah, Joey.
1: I know, I'm joking. I know it's Joey. Joey hasn't even been playing long <laughs> enough to that. This is his first time anything, which is... I mean, he's
0: been playing for quite a while, actually. Really?
1: Because really? Mustafa yeah, said he was Joey's, new...
0: Joey started, like, back in 2013, I think.
1: Wow. Oh, right. He quit, yeah. and now he's getting back into it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's also like at least half of our finalists for doubles are people that we haven't seen in finals. Well, that's also
1: kind of because the last doubles was like half shark.
2: Yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> The worst part is we have a shark. Yeah.
0: So we have we got a, got a shark in the finals in. again. We got a lot it's Guzman. What? So recently, we got a lot of. um, got a lot of reveals for some cards from basically all the sets. Uh, set 7, the technical booster. Literally, um, a lot of the strides in Set 7 are freaking insane.
1: Uh, we haven't seen a bad stride yet. Um, set 7 uh, is so far looking to be an actual good set. Good set. Unlike sets uh, G, Set 6, and G, Set five. Five, which were incredibly weak. G five has a lot of cards that are just terrible and don't hold value. Clock Fencer, like no, no Clock is a terrible card. Uh, <laughs> what else? Catherine. isn't Catherine's okay. It's just it's for a gimmick deck. Yeah. Really, the only stride that had value in G five was Chaos. So, <laughs>
2: it's, Yo, even that plummeted though.
1: Yeah. And then G set six have to like almost all the hollows like made in a cornflower, Eines uh, Enes whatever it is that the Bloom Searcher, it's a terrible card. It does not deserve triple rare. And the Royal Paladin's double rare, thank goodness. But you have Suleiman or whatever his name is, the the brave uh, twin sword like card. And it's just that there's Night Rose is the expensive card, and that's not even played at four, which doesn't make sense. You got Gas Dragon, which it's good in a Night Rose build, which is not It's just slower than Seven C's and Gas Dragons. Not, it's not a bad card. It attacks for nineteen thousand on its own, but not a triple rare. Like they the rares and commons were better in G Set Five. Uh, you have a uh, Colossus, the uh, the Fiery March Colossus. That should have been the triple rare, and Clock should have been the single rare.
0: A lot of the crits. I mean, I guess they thought, like, since um, Time Break Dragon was... He was in the trial deck, yeah?
1: Time Break is a grade one.
0: Yeah, the grade one. He was in the trial deck, though, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess they figured, oh, since this card's, like, a common whatever, let's just make his grade two version triple rare.
1: Or you could make the grade two common because they're both bad cards.
0: (laughs) I mean, you know.
1: I mean, they're not... Bad, I just say, would say that there are better options. Uh, I don't like yeah. cards. The reason that time breaking clock fencer are not as good as they could have been is because they have to be placed onto rear from hand. Mm-hmm. So you have to draw the card, you have to place it onto the rear from hand, then you time leap a card. Um, if they would just place on rear in general, they would generate way too many combos and they wouldn't be zero counter blasts or zero cost. Um, but yeah, you know, so far all the triple rares and a lot of the double rares, the G Guardians in set seven are nuts. Especially the Kagro. It shuts <laughs> oh, it God. it turns off it basically flips a switch and turns certain decks off. Oh well you so wanted to get Cogura four attacks stride. in?
0: Talk talk about this Kagro strike. Blade Master. Talk about
1: it. I hate Blademaster as a card. I don't like it, it feels very awkward to play, it's not even good art, and I hate it. Blademaster's Stride is actually a fantastic card. It uh, fixes one of the biggest issues that Kagero generally has. Kagero has that issue of, uh, okay, first stride, um, specifically Overlord, which is definitely the best version, the best Kagro build, is an Overlord build. Alright, so your first stride. You stride into either A, Mustafa, if you want to, let's say, pop a card, or Vortex, uh, if you want to apply pressure, get that GB2 for Legend, or, you know, whatever. Um, And then after that, if the opponent's at 3 damage, what do you stride into? Uh, You can go Novell at 3. Okay, cool, no Grade 1s, try to double crit him, that's not a good strategy. Um... Some people do it, and it's quite frustrating when they do. But uh, relying on sack is not something that a uh, high-level play should uh, focus on. Um, you could go into ace while they're at three, and uh, if you don't end up winning, you kind of you, you get punished pretty badly for it by them pushing back onto you. Um, as well as ace at three without a nahalam on board is very weak. So you don't have a good second stride. Uh, Blademaster gives you that extra crit on your second stride, as well as for either Vortex or Mustafa. Mustafa does gain the effect. You give cards uh, the ability to unflip for every copy of himself face up. You don't need to. It's just counterblast one, flip anything face up, and uh, retire and guard on the opponent's field. So let's say they have a title assault. Commander Laurel. Uh, uh, what else? Um, Blue Wave have uh, Foivos or Shadows of Charon. Uh, just tons of options of the threatening cards that you want to get off the field. Because if they guard your Vortex, no, they have the card on the field and then they punish you for it. So Mustafa gives you that option. Just counterblast one. You don't really care about counterblast. You have a Conro, which basically invalidates any counterblast issues that the deck would have. Um, So you use either Mustafa or Vortex Desire, and you flip over a Blademaster stride on your first stride. Then your second stride, you go into Blademaster again, and Blademaster will flip himself over. Now you have two copies of him face up. You've retired two cards on your opponent's field, and... uh, if your vanguard's blazing, you gain crit. And it's a, a good pressure on the opponent on your second stride when you're uh, not really ready to kill them. It requires almost no commitment. It's plus two with crit. You really can't say much more. It's, it's fantastic. And then, if they're still not, like, let's say they perfect guarded your vanguard and guarded all your rear guards or something happened where you didn't have rear guards or whatever, you can do it again, retire three, and gain crit again. So it's just a very solid card.
0: This helps Kagero pressure, potentially.
1: Yeah. Now the real card (laughs) that uh, might end up breaking the game for Kagero is their Generation Guard, their G Guard. So uh, Kagero... I was trying to see because the Legend deck always brings uh, old cards that were iconic and uh, gives them much better effects. So there's been Doombringer Griffin, which searches for Dragonic Overlord the End. Terrible cards, a grade zero. Counterblast, I think it's two. Retire two of your rear guards. search your deck for Dragonic Overlord the End, and add it to hand. Not a good card. But uh, it was a Griffin that searched for an Overlord card. And then we, in set 15, we got Eternal Bringer Griffin, which is, uh, when it's placed on rear guard, discard a grade 3, search for the original Drionic Overlord, which you usually use to grab the break ride and add it to hand from your deck. Um, so I was like, oh, Griffin's totally going to be the, uh, the the Charing-like clone. It turned out to be Conroe, but um, it turned Griffin into a G-Guard, which turns off certain decks. It counterblast one when this is placed in the guardian circle. Retire the attacking rear guard. So you could have uh, like sixty million power on your rear guard, and oh, just retire it. No more hit. Um, certain decks that need rear guards, like uh, I don't know, spike uh, spikes. Uh, at the end of the battle, this goes to the uh, this card goes to the drop. Uh, when this card goes back to the deck, activate an effect, like you know. F- f- uh, Bloody Ogle, Frozen Ogle, one of the Ogles. Uh, you retire it. The, the loop's done. They can't do it anymore. Or Miracle Ace uh, specifically says when a card goes back into deck, do it. Um, nope, it went to the drop zone. S- literally turns the Spike Brother mechanic off. Uh, Aquaforce. Oh, you need to get in uh, four attacks to stand for Lambros. Oh no, retire that after the first attack. Now you can't get four in. Oh look, your deck's done. <laughs>
2: Does your effect activate?
1: Of the it's during the battle. It retires the attacking card.
2: Yeah. Uh, so Josh, it basically just makes the battle null void.
1: It retires the oh, card okay. attacking. It literally is a counterblast one discard a heal trigger from your hand. Perfect guard. For rears yeah. only.
0: Oh,
1: okay. But uh, there's it's like almost a... you can double crit crit uh, attack with Vanguard. Perfect like guard. First,
2: Miss, Miss, if you will.
1: Yeah. Attack with Vanguard first. All right. Perfect guard. First check, critical trigger. Crit power to rear. Second check, critical trigger. Crit power to rear. Third check, critical trigger. Crit power to the same rear. Rear guard attacks with four crit. Oh no, i only have one card in hand. G-guard, retire it. Go away. Uh, Angel feathers can get those stupid high numbers. Who cares if it's in the drop zone? Uh, shadows. Let's say is, shadows um, only have three revenge.
0: Uh, what we just saw the oh, yeah, the
1: Gavrail stride, which basically is five drive checks, five well, four or less. It, that that is, uh, it's a very good card. It doesn't it's actually plus, but it's uh, for one counter blast, it gains <laughs> generation break two, so it's it's not super duper mega good. But, uh, GB2 is not really an issue with G-guards because the game actually gets slowed down quite a considerable amount. Um, Counterblast 1, flip a copy of itself face-up. It gains two effects. One is at the end of the battle that this, that this unit attacked. Rescue 2. 2. So it takes two cards from your damage, puts them in the drop, and then you perform a damage check for two more rearguards. So after your triple drive, then you perform damage check on two more cards, which essentially is a drive check. They just don't go to your hand because triggers still activate. So you can still put crit power to rears. You can still stand rears. You can still heal damage. You can still draw cards if you play draws. Um, And that itself is insane. But then it gains the other effect that every time a card is placed into damage during the battle phase... You select two of your rear guards and you give them 2,000 power. So just for attacking, it gained, it has the ability to minimum give four different cards uh, 2,000 power. Or two different cards, 4,000 power at the least. And then, uh, so Black Slice Harut, which is the when boosted, Counter Blast 1. Uh, I Take a look at the top three cards of your deck, put one in no, damage, and then... Oh, top two? Top two cards yeah. of your deck, put one in damage. Uh, I think the rest go to the bottom? Or drop, I'm not sure. I, I don't care. No, they
0: go back to the deck, but I think they get shuffled? No, uh, no, they actually don't. They just go to the bottom. Just go to the All bottom. right,
1: to the bottom. And then you call one card from damage to rear, so that also activates Gavrail. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that, that card's going to go up. Because it's, it's during the battle phase.
2: Yes, you're, you're saying all the good words, Adam, because I have so many of them.
1: <laughs> and then uh, let's say you're playing uh, an OCL build. Oh look, you called an OCL. NoCL skill, swap damage, more power.
0: <laughs> so good.
1: And uh, the deck it gets really scary, and that deck just sits behind a wall. Oh look, you're at four damage. I'm gonna get ready to kill you. Stride Raphael. I'm at three.
0: GG. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh look, I took two damage. Plus two thousand in the front row. Plus two thousand in the front row. Oh no, I got a damage trigger. Plus nine thousand to the front row. Uh,
0: that I mean, that, that at this point, I don't know. That, that doesn't seem like it's about plusing anymore. It
2: is just like pumping numbers. It's not. Just it's, it it face. does both. Gosh, it's the bane of my existence.
1: It's honestly just because of Refros.
0: Uh, Yo, the Refros combo's too good. It's... Refros with only only three cards left in deck, OP. Not even a combo! (laughs) combo. That's an
1: infinite loop.
2: Just Um, just do the effect (laughs) and
0: run the fuck out. The
1: biggest issue with Refros is that it's basically free. It's Counterblast 1, choose any damage, so essentially you're unflipping 1 for using the effect. Because you're going to counterblast one and then choose two counterblasted damage. And then put two cards back into damage that are unflipped. You activate any cards that hit damage's effect not once, but twice. And then it replaces itself. So it essentially says activate anything that hits damage twice, replace yourself, as well as unflip a damage.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean... (sighs) And what it there is, what it there is one more stride that we haven't talked about yet that came from set seven. Gurgut. the Gurgut stride.
1: Uh, oh. I actually thought Gurgut sucked when I first looked at it. I was just like, "Oh, you need the soul blast." Okay, so Gurgut's GB two is never gonna go off, and uh, bluish flames can't use it because they have. Uh, Josephus and the yeah. Grade 2 Double Rare Aglovale obviously it's Grade 2, the Double Rare Aglavale that both Soul Blast, so two huh. decks that really I mean they do have a lot of other cards that can go into soul so I guess they can use it.
2: Well I don't remember when Gergo gets his crit trigger then that could also help build That's the soul. That's
1: true.
2: And Flame and, of Victory. Yeah, yeah Flame
1: of Victory is not, a, it's not reliable, you don't want a minus one especially a 10k shield yeah Unless you're pushing for game, which is usually what you're doing with Grigawit. But he's not even a flip, which is really good because he's GR. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have to flip anything. But what uh, really caught my eye about it is that once per turn.
0: It is not. I mean, you have to put in a lot of work to have four cards in soul with that deck.
1: Yeah. um, Not necessarily. (laughs) There's one specific deck that uh, doesn't have the card in English yet. That's going to be an incredibly big problem, and they can Uh, build Soul. What? Ezol. Yeah. Yeah. Ezol actually has its own self-damager that Soul charges as well. blast one. Put a top Soul charge one. Put the top card of your deck into damage at the end of the end phase, and it's seven K. But you need an Azol Vanguard for it. But combine that with the grade two Azol. And you can, uh, you can do some, uh, the card's not out yet. five
0: damage. Go for that Raven-Azel.
1: Raven-Haired-Azel is going to be a serious <laughs> problem, because what you do is you, you ride Raven-Haired-Azel, and then you stride Gurgwit, and then you Gurgwit twice. Oh.
0: Uh, oh,
1: Raven-Haired says your opponent can only guard with grade ones. All right, you got G-guards and Perfect Guards? No? Sweet, oh. you lose. <laughs>
0: so dirty. You need
1: to stop. Because Azel oh can God. actually build that soul.
0: Yeah. It really can. That is... Just, <laughs> I hope we never get Raven Azel.
1: Yeah, because uh, you take the starter, you take the grade 1, the grade 2, and the grade 3 that you rode Ravenhaired on. That's 4 soul. You can do you know. it twice.
2: Hey, and yeah. if you're going to Gurgle, you can use the crit, you're saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... uh. The, usually you, you can't use the crit during the main phase yeah no, which is when gargoyle activates yeah. but uh no i think that he the uh <laughs> gonna be the best gold paladin ah. build, which a lot of people will be really happy about actually
2: wait that's uh, I mean, the original yeah you guys remember how you get in, well in japan how japan got the raven haired ezel from the bushy road uh, oh yeah. man
1: which means it probably They'll is gonna be edit. either a a set seven. No, wait, we, we know the set seven box hoppers. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, in
2: the manga. It could be a sneak peek. Pro- no, we have manga promos
1: because uh, the nightmare doll was in the in the manga, I think. Okay,
0: Juliet. Yeah,
1: not a good nightmare doll. So don't, it don't. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. But um. Uh, we could get it as a, a monthly promo. Uh, it could be the sneak promo for Set 7.
2: Oh, that
0: would be insane. Hopefully we it. get it in some manner. I, I mean, I if it's the sneak it promo for Set 7,
1: buying a sneak... Very
2: badly.
0: Yeah.
1: If it's the Set 7 sneak uh promo, buying a kit is actually really good, because you get nine hair then. And those eight. will be actually value. What? You get
2: eight.
1: No, you get nine. Right, it's only
2: eights things in a box there's a nine promos
1: you oh, eight. you, you want to come it, back it, to me it's
2: it equal to the amount of uh, sneak entries in a pizza box
1: you think that i haven't bought kits there's nine
2: jesus why do they give us the extra crypt the extra promo then
1: i have absolutely no clue i still have a sealed thing of uh oh, Bell.
2: i know why because a sheet prints out nine Oh, man.
1: hashtag laziness. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> it. God damn it. Because uh, so, I have a thing of Lasting Bell that I haven't even opened. That uh, I can guarantee has nine in
0: it. Oh my god, so bad. Believe so, set so seven is looking
1: pretty good so far. Basically. So far, it's looking to be a really valuable set. So <laughs> I haven't seen a card above a rare that, honestly, I don't. I wouldn't want to play. Hmm. and what I'm because uh, my favorite clan's Kagero so I can't wait for that generation rare
2: <laughs> oh my god I think wait,
1: it's going to deal like, damage I think it's going to do uh, what Samuel did except uh, better because it's not going to the trigger's not going to activate I think it's going to deal damage
0: <laughs> it'll be like that perdition
1: uh, vortex dragging out yeah yeah i actually think it's going to deal damage maybe retire at the same time i'm not sure but i really oh, so. think it's going to deal exactly damage
0: though. yeah that's too much yeah. that sets up that sets up too much
1: i know it does
0: <sighs>
1: which is why i
0: can't, I can't.
1: I mean, they, they can make it withstand, but they have the the rest no, of the entire no, clan no, for that.
0: No, no, no. So
1: what else would it do? Because retiring doesn't do enough anymore.
0: Oh look, <laughs> Just deal the damage? Yeah, just deals the damage. Oh, oh, you play if your against your blazing deal the damage? Yeah, uh-huh. but um, That's
1: fair. retiring doesn't really do enough. Uh, the more popular clans, either a shadows do it. Shadows, like <laughs> I retire my own stuff. Uh, Grand Blue, cool, retire them, they come back. Even though Grand Blue does get hurt if you retire their boosters. Right. Because usually 7Cs will bring back uh, two grade 2s to attack. If you kill uh, their boosters, the grade 2s attacks are weaker. Right. So it does hurt them a little bit. If you kill their front row, you're just stupid. Unless uh, the only reason you would ever kill a front row uh, of for Grand Blue is if you're uh, if your Vanguard's conquest. Yes, right. that would be
0: the only acceptable means of doing that. Yeah. Or if you're Vermillion.
2: Well, that's not killing. Vang- that's attacking. Uh, you. Yeah, that's just like you accidentally hit them.
0: Yeah,
1: you accidentally <laughs> hit them and just happen to gain some power from it. Yeah.
2: Right. Oh, you know, the best is always, you know, if you vanquish her the front row, then it just binds it. Oh, yeah, that works, too. Yeah. But very few people play... Oh, okay, very few people play Narukami, period. Like, in, in New York City, very oh my few. God. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> no, Josh, I swear to God.
1: Adam, in actual Adam, guess... New York City, I think the only one's like Liang,
2: isn't it? Yes. Adam, guess how many Grand... Uh, sorry. Actually, yeah, you know, guess how many Grand Blues and guess how many Narukamis there were at the Silk Road tournament.
1: Combined three.
2: No, Grand Blue's had like four. Narakami's oh. had like two.
1: I thought Liang was the only Narakami.
2: No, there's one more. Oh. It, was, uh, it was. I was looking at the sheets and I'm like, oh no. I not <laughs> play this Narukami anymore.
1: Because I, I can guarantee there were at least two Grand Blue, because Victor, mm-hmm. I watched play, and. But uh, um, well, we watched Victor play Michael on. Uh, <laughs> Because it's on YouTube, and Eric, who was my partner for the tournament, used Grand Blue, so.
2: Yeah. <sighs> I felt very sad. I felt very sad, Josh. Uh, I'm sorry. Alright, thank you. People were playing the Legend, they didn't have time for Narakami.
1: I used the Grand Actually, Blue the week before, uh, the, the Vangola before.
0: We didn't see much Legend play, did huh? we? No. Well, to be fair, it literally just came out. I
1: was the only like, one who was using yeah. Kagero on top. Yeah. yeah. I saw two other people playing it, and I played one of them. He was bad. Evan played against some guy that was playing Dauntless Legend, and it, uh... He... He, he was... Oh, Evan was the other one using Monarchami. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two people. <laughs> uh, Evan played Bye. against somebody using Dauntless Legend, and it, it did nothing. Evan won really, really easily. Um... But uh, I played against some guy that was using. Uh, uh, he told me what his what was in his deck afterwards, and I was so confused. He said he was playing Hulk Roar. You don't what? know what that Hulk? You know what that is? No, Hulk Roar is uh, actually what uh, I was doing on Cardfight Online. Hogor is from G Set One. It's Counterblast Two. When a card is retired on your opponent's side of the field via one of your effects,
2: retire another one.
1: Retire another one. So he played uh, Belog, the uh, the six K promo for Kagero. When your Vanguard is attacked, and if yeah. this battle did not hit, retire uh, one of your opponent's rested rear guards. So yeah. he he used it to be really cheeky. Like guard something, guard something at, that attacks the vanguard. Drop this thing in with the guard. Uh, retire that card. Counterblast two for Hulk roar. Retire another rear guard. Oh. Basically, attempting to do a very overcosted, un- inconsistent version of what the Kagurochi oh, card you know, does. The but uh, he had like, Legend and X and End in his deck. I ended up winning because I played four Ace that day, and he didn't have a perfect card. So uh-huh. two Aces dropped his entire hand. And the second one ended up winning it.
2: Too strong. Ace 2 OP. This is so good they had reprint the reprinted common.
0: <sighs> Don't talk to me about that.
2: We're talking to you about that. It couldn't even have been a shiny promo. It had to just be common
1: yeah. promo. Yeah. Uh, Shadow's got their pro- their stride promo shiny.
2: Yeah. They,
0: needed to, they needed to send a message. They needed to let them know. You want to be cheap? You're going to play cheap. Yeah, so here's two. <laughs> oh, yeah, here's two common aces. You don't get any
2: hollow. All right, you got a champ.
1: <sighs> had four generation rare since it came out. In fact, in 2015, when I made top eight of the regional, I was playing Kagura with four aces.
0: Uh, uh, the cross.
1: On. Did you say it's a lot?
0: Does no, it like, go on?
1: No, that was really it. Oh, oh. it
0: was just cross. I was hoping it was yeah, like. Okay. It's like, I went to regionals. I played four aces.
1: No, it was just yeah. the, a lot of people, most people are like, oh, ace is just the finisher. It only needs to be a two.
0: I mean, ace. even even if that's, that's quote-unquote true, even if that were the case, you would still play 4 in, like, that really YOLO random situation in which you need to counter-blast 4 to attack with Ace. You
1: mean when uh, one of you is great stuck and you need to try to pull one out of your ass? Pretty much. <laughs> Essentially. Because <laughs> it doesn't come up any other way.
0: Oh, my God. It really doesn't. But, um... But... So speaking of like you know Ace and like Legend, this Overlord stuff that just came out, we got that uh, Legend deck. Mm-hmm. What is your opinion on not just the deck, but the Ace? I mean not the Ace, uh, the Legend. It's very because shiny. I've been getting very mixed opinions on the Legend. Some people say it sucks, that it's terrible. Dope uh, Cross is just better to play with the support that came in the deck. Others say, like, the Legend is actually alright, like, it's still viable. What is your opinion on the Legend itself? I
1: believe that the Legend is superior to the cross.
0: Really? Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, Why? Um, well, the cross basically is hinders around this one idea if I hit. It doesn't do anything if it doesn't hit. Oh no, counterblast one, discard a cross, kill two rearguards. Uh, as I stated earlier, retiring is not as effective anymore. You have Royal Paladin, Stride Altmile, Altmile gets Violinus, Violinist gets Benin, Benin gets Richard. You just filled your field for Counterblast 2, Soulblast 2, and Drew 1.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, and they're all good numbers.
2: Yeah. Oh, and you decked
1: it. And you decked in by four cards. Yep. One of them yeah. might have been a trigger, but... um,
2: <laughs> Yeah.
1: It's just right now um chaos. Oh cool, you retired rearguards. It's okay. I have like seventeen cards in hand. Of even <laughs> <laughs> of shadows. What rearguards.
0: So what so what does this um these examples play into the fact that Ace is uh, I mean legend is a good card to be playing?
1: The cross doesn't do anything when you ride it uh it provides absolutely no early game well technically it does if it doesn't hit you can counterblast one discard a copy of the cross and retire two rear guards not many people guard your vanguard when you're on grade two or you could ride uh, dote and uh, try to uh, persona blast with dote yes that's a viable strategy it happens um but if you don't have a copy of dote or you know you don't have a cross in the hand for next turn What's going to happen when you, uh, okay, cool, then you stride into your first thing, and now you're kind of lacking because you don't have a mid-game, which is the biggest problem with Kagero in general is they lack a mid-game. Usually, you know, you ride, and then you're going to stride first. Then after you stride, if the opponent's at, like, let's say 3 damage. 3 damage for Kagero isn't kill range. You don't have overwhelming skills like Lambros or an Ogle Break Ride or, uh, Grand Blue Break Rider or something like that that just gains a lot of power and a lot of attacks. You don't have a mechanic like that, so you really don't kill from three. What do you do? Uh, you could, uh, Root flare and retire two rearguards. Like I said before, retiring doesn't do enough. Uh, if you're playing against a player that knows they're playing against Kagero, they're not gonna overextend. They're not gonna put cards out. Just so you can retire them with them unable to do something the next turn. Because you just flat out lose if you can't do anything. So they'll keep their combo cards in hand. They'll press you with everything that they can. And then they'll push you when you're in their kill range. Um, so you could strand into Novell at 3 and try to double crit them. At, uh, that That's... Uh, I guess that's a strategy... <laughs> Um, I would never want to have to be put into a situation where I have to rely on checking two critical triggers to win a game, if at all possible. It actually ended up happening against Aquaforce, and I didn't get it <laughs> at Silk Road in the most recent tournament, which is weird. Did you play
0: against the guy that had like the Thava stick? hmm Yeah, we had, a, we had a video of that dude, and he just... Absolutely kick the shit out of a Link
1: Joker player. No, it was actually against his friend. It was his, it was his partner who was using Darkface. and I went through literally half my deck before I saw a second trigger. <laughs> Jesus. And I used That's Legend Skill and drove check six non-triggers. That's and he won to pass me twice. I'm sorry. He won to pass me twice. So I'm just like, <laughs> he's at three damage. He has two perfect guards in hand. I know he doesn't have a lot of ten ks. I've only seen one critical trigger this entire game. Stride Novell try to win double crit you at three. I didn't even get a trigger.
0: <laughs> uh, that is that's that luck that you don't want to bring into regionals, dude.
1: Nope. <laughs> it was like really really bad.
0: That. But um, hopefully that's not the universe telling you that you should not play Kagero for regionals.
1: I won the, no, I won the rest of the games. We lost round one, won the rest of the games. If there's
0: any place you want to get triggers, it's probably regionals. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, As
1: we've had uh, experiences, I don't remember, I don't know his name. The guy at the singles regionals last year who was using shadows, who came in second place, was he said, I'm just happy I'm here sacking everybody with my friend's shadow
0: paladin deck. Oh, yeah, that guy. I remember, I remember. I don't remember his name, but I do remember that
1: guy. Fully admitted, he was not. He didn't know what he was going on. He was just sacking everybody with shadow paladins. Oh my god! So he had the triggers he needed. But uh, going back to X and Legend. So uh, what Legend does, which the Cross doesn't, is it's on ride skill. Counterblast one, soul blast one on ride. Look at the top five for a Flame Dragon and add it to your hand. So you go. Pl- excuse me, plus one right away on your stride. That is uh, more beneficial than you could ever think about because most of your grade twos, except for the one you really want. But mm-hmm. some situations actually call for other ones like Burning Horn, Burnout, Berz- uh, Berserk Dragon if you play it, um, Neo Flame. They're all flame dragons, they're all things you can want, as well as the Perfect Guard, the Stride Enabler, and every grade three. So you can add. Any of those to hand if they're in the top five, you can grab a perfect guard so the opponent doesn't uh, push you in with an on-hit ability next turn, or you grab a uh, um, uh, you grab a stride enabler so you can stride next turn. You grab a grade three so you can stride next turn and then put it onto the bottom with burnout. Uh, just you grab a Neal flame so you can retire a column by attacking it. There's a lot of options in that. It just it gives you an extra card so you can do more early. And right now, the first three turns of the game are just that important that if somebody rushes one person and they don't have the cards to be able to push back, they almost instantly lose because they go to way too high damage to be able to push back. And then the opponent will then keep pushing down on them after they stride. Because if you have four damage before your first stride, okay, I'm going to stride and maybe deal some damage back, and then they stride, and now you're in kill range. One crit makes you guard the van. Makes uh, if you, they hit a critical trigger, um, you just go to the vanguard, and now you also have to guard a rear guard, or else you're going to go to six damage. So you <laughs> basically have to rely on heals if you get rushed without the ability to counter rush, and that's not a good thing. So being able to grab. A grade 2 to attack something is really, really good. As well as, like I mentioned before, there's really no mid-game. For the cross, it's, okay, Legion. Um, and uh, try to pressure with Legion, hopefully get a restand off. But if they guard it, you just did nothing to them that turn. And uh, the biggest issue that I'm finding is that since Nahalem says your grade 4 has to attack home doesn't even gain any power while as for the legend uh counterblast one discard a grade three flame dragon when it attacks a rear discard 3 Restand, and it, it turns into a stride so you get six drive checks which is six chances to hit triggers and the more chances the hit triggers the better uh by far uh, vanguard has a lot of luck involved in it and uh, Anything that would increase the ability for you to uh, hit triggers and get lucky the better Um, Legend also helps fix your hand Um, Let's say you You don't have a perfect guard or let's say you're you really need to heal You want the most amount of drive checks to try to do that So getting six guaranteed drive checks if your opponent has a front row is really good Now where the legend is weak is if the opponent doesn't have a front row they're kind of forced to stride, and the, the second stride really isn't good. You, maybe you have a hollum. You can make a kind of a push with Ace, but if you don't kill them, it kind of hurts on the recoil. Um, over, uh, with X, I guess you have a little better because you can attack their vanguard with Legion. If you hit, you uh, you restand. If you don't hit, they don't get any counterblast for the next turn um but some decks can play around it a lot of decks now have their own unflip mechanics as well like shadow shadows have uh dorant and blaster dark for revengers for pure diablo they have hole and Kaiden. uh just what other decks royal paladins have uh if you play blaster specific decks uh barkle and uh it's yeah, Sparkle and blaster blade on flips just just a million and plus sanctuary guard doesn't need counterblast to hit big numbers anyway um, So just a lot of other things that don't need counterblast to push into you so having a, that's why when Blade master comes out it's gonna be so much better because three damage on Blade master stride is uh one crit and you win because it has crit on it already. So it allows you to push and retire, so then, losing field and hand at the same time. And guarding a stride is actually not easy sometimes, especially if you don't have the perfect, or since blade master will be out when G-Guardians are there, the G-Guardian. I just find the cross to be a lot slower than the Legend, which just has more immediate options.
0: And, I mean... For anyone that ever that's playing Kagro, ever intends to play Kagro, or is currently playing the de- deck, the de- de- words. That's the sort of thing that they kind of have to print in, into their heads. Like, what do they want more? Do they want like a legion that might do something, or well, most likely won't do anything at all, or do they just want instant gratification in a quick uh, plus one that? Can be like the thing that saves your life, like a PG, grade three Stride Enabler, somebody to attack with. Like it's just very first time. Mm-hmm.
1: It just it uh, right now. You you need things right then and right now. You really don't have the luxury of waiting on the early game because uh, one damage early could actually make the difference between whether you win or lose. Uh, between being at two damage and three damage, and during early game makes a huge difference. Because three damage, if they crit you once, everything's now over. You have to guard everything. If at two damage, they crit you once, uh, you can still take one attack. Hmm. It makes okay. a big difference, actually.
0: So, let keep on moving on. Uh, we had our final qualifier for Vongola last weekend yep. at Silk Road. Mm-hmm. uh adam you are participating yeah
1: what made. did you think of the event uh i think the fungal is a, a, well they've always been fantastic i think uh, andrew especially because i know he does a lot of the back uh, behind the scenes stuff does a fantastic job communicating with all these stores um uh i know that uh there's been some issues with computers and stuff and he's done his best to get everything running as soon as possible and st- and everything. And I think every Vongola so far has been absolutely fantastic. And I'm really grateful to have the ability to go to a competitive scene that, uh, I don't really, uh, <laughs> that I'm actually allowed to go to. Uh, I don't consider
2: it. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's okay. Uh, oh yeah, God. Say, everything. It's that
1: good. is a, a, competitive scene in New York that, uh, happens more than once a year. ARGs don't happen in New York anyway. <laughs> and even if they no. did, they get like six people.
2: Uh, I'll say one thing about ARG—they their closest is Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. They had one in
0: Connecticut as well.
2: And that's all we'll talk about ARG. Shout out
0: to ARG, right. doing their thing. Um, Stop. <laughs> Keep look, going, Josh. You're, keep look, you're trying to set going, the house on fire. You're trying to set the house on fire. I have to put the extinguisher. Come on. Alright.
1: I won't get into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um so the people which we don't have here right now that won the uh, the event were um, the team of uh, right. Jonathan Vallejo and
2: Edwin Guzman. This is
1: Sure. Guzman. One.
2: They got their invite, Josh. They got they, they got, got their, their invite. <laughs>
1: The, the team that so, got their invitation to the event. The
2: team let's that say, got the the, let's packs say that was who was it? it was Mustafa it right?
1: Who what what? No, wait, what? no, it was uh, it was Liang and Peter Wu beat yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. They but the they packs. but <laughs> they they essentially uh, they they said uh, Peter and Michael Liang only wanted packs, so they said, "Yo, give us the packs, we'll give you your invite," and
2: they they did, they did sure it. Sure enough, they did it. Yep.
1: Nothing you can do. Uh, makes it easier for me to win because Peter's really, really <laughs> saggy. Well, you,
2: you, you teamed up with him. You yeah, I did. And, and I lost.
1: Oh, my God. I broke. I don't know how he did it. He healed on the sixth, won the pass three times in a row, and hit the crit, double crit to win. All in one game.
0: <laughs> so, now this weekend, we got the finals. Yes. May fourteenth, Josh. Just to be. It's specific. tomorrow, 14th, to be technically. Yeah. So without being biased, this is to both of you. You can say whatever you want, say whoever you want, and explain it in any manner you want. Who do you think is gonna win?
1: Well, if I'm being biased, me. Yeah, like <laughs> kind of question. But you're being
0: that? unbiased. <laughs> it's like you look at it and and you can still say yourself like whatever if yeah. it's your unbiased opinion. But unbiasedly, who would you say would I
1: be? can go through every single person and explain what I think their chances of a winning are.
0: We don't have that much time. Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, cool. Um, I would say that the two most likely teams to win is either me and Chris or Mustafa and Jason Lee. Yeah.
0: So okay. Both being very consistent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pl- not just teams, but players. Yeah.
1: Uh, Chris and I Don't and Mustafa and Jason. Half of them. Mustafa all. only didn't top uh, two.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> Same yeah. thing for me. Yeah.
1: Actually, no. I did? only didn't top one.
2: Uh, There's only I one weren't... that he didn't top. Uh, yeah, Adam and Chris are uh, returning champions, so they would have naturally a higher, you know, expectancy mm-hmm. to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Jason and Mustafa are always. They were the first. They were the first team to qualify. That was back when no one could get passed down, so they dug their way through everyone and got the invite.
1: They beat but Johnny and Amanda.
2: Johnny and Amanda could have
0: won. Yeah, they, Johnny could have. Mustafa broke
1: road. Abyss on PBD <laughs> to beat Johnny. Yeah. I, I, I'm looking at that, I'm like, oh, poor Johnny. He's playing Blade Wings. Yeah. Uh,
2: but no, I mean, Jason and Mustafa have, have always topped a majority. No, they're
1: both uh, very consistent players. Yeah, Mustafa. Yeah. Uh, I tell this to his face. I yell at him for it. I, <laughs> I threaten him that I will remove his hoodie if he does it. I remove his hoodie when he does it. Um, oh my god! He heals on command.
2: Oh yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. He
1: will. Let's let's say he's at four damage, and he really doesn't have the ability to guard very well. He'll kneel yeah. down to three when he needs it the most.
2: Yeah. Uh, but I also want to throw out that we do have a dark horse team. Oh, who's the dark horse? George and Gary. I forgot they were in the Aren't tournament. they the dark, <laughs> the dark horse team in my book. Okay, okay. So, so just to clarify, what is a dark horse, Andrew? Dark horse is the person you don't expect to win or even show up. I'm
1: pretty sure. They'll, uh, show <laughs> they up? Yeah.
2: show up at all. Okay, I was about to say, like. Because George could only qualify at one tournament that was a card quest and he did and he did it in the most spectacular way ever he was locked on Sanctuary he was
1: playing Guard. two Sanctuary Guards
2: and he and he, he just he, didn't, he couldn't get Sanctuary Guards for like four, five he hours. was playing two no wonder he couldn't get it he was yeah, there his but then the thing is he couldn't stride so he kind of just sat there with Sanctuary Guards limit break and just kept bashing his opponent's face until they died <laughs> and I'm just like god damn it George. What, what, is, what is striding and I, I don't, he had dangle think, life that's, that's though that Daigo life. Because the whole time George is like, "Yo, I don't got this." Why is then George then gonna roll, be? Then he finally got section like five turns. He's like, "Yo, I got this." So I like, what,
1: <laughs> what we were uh, trying to figure out, I'm um, uh, uh, discussing with a few of my through the other people who qualified. Mm-hmm. We have absolutely no clue what George is gonna play. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Cause he... Gary more likely because Gary and George both have one deck right now. Yeah. It just happens to be that they both have chaos.
2: Yeah, Because uh, George I mean,
1: sold the rest of his Sanctuary Guards.
0: I mean, I'm almost 100% sure that George will play Sanctuary Guard.
1: George sold them.
0: Yeah. Oh, he sold them? Yeah. Why would you do that? Money? <laughs> sounds like a bad investment, I don't know. But um, okay. if I was being unbiased, yeah. I would probably say, yeah. Uh, Adam, Chris, and um, Jason Lee and uh, Sava. If I was being unbiased, though, I'm gonna bet on the real dark horse.
1: Are you gonna say Joey and Jet?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yo, yo! It's, it's cardfight Vanguard. It's one thing that Dungry first placed anything.
1: They came yeah, in eleventh at Team League.
0: It would be the Cinderella story, if and it,
1: Jason wasn't on the team. It was. <laughs> I mean that's what Conquest does. It's it's not dungare, it's conquest.
0: <laughs> no, but see, I thought that. Like I would tell I would say this to Jeff's face, you do not win with Narukami. You do not win with Dungaree, you win you with Narukami. But
1: it's just Chatara. He plays yeah, AK yeah. vanillas and Chatara. He makes nineteen K columns against you while you're on grade two. <laughs>
0: pretty dirty. <laughs> it's pretty dirty, man. <laughs> I'm and that's saying.
1: how he wins. He pressures you really hard with really good numbers, Dungaree and, and then yeah, it does.
0: And then he writes Dungaree, and I guess that means that Dungaree won. I mean, but he was on the Vanguard circle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, really I mean, really he plays like, one. I, I, th- I, I know he plays Jeff Vanquisher win, too. I'll be happy. I know, okay. he, and they did you
1: remember how they got their invite though? Jed yeah. checked a stand on conquest turn
2: oh yeah 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 because yeah, i was, was, I was freaking out when he did that i just couldn't believe it <laughs> that was insanity, they both
1: play stands in their deck oh, so yeah. what we call them is what we call their team card fight standguard
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah because joey was doing the same thing he got like some lucky stands in during the
1: joey ran the clock somebody to death in top
2: <laughs> Jesus Oh my damn
1: man, I just thought of something. Why can't you just call them the Cardfight Crusaders? Because
2: I didn't think of it. But it works. It's a JoJo reference
1: for anybody who doesn't know. Because they play Stans, Stardust Crusaders, Stans. Stun to power. I only play Stans in, oh my god.
0: It's not that I don't want to watch JoJo, it's just that I don't have time
2: for JoJo. So okay, Josh.
1: Now, I will... I don't like stand triggers. I think that they are an inferior trigger to crits, and I don't like them. And there are very, very, very... Uh, I could say very about 20 more times, few sure. decks that I will play actual stand triggers in. One of them Go is Clarence the Sword. What? Angel Feathers. Yeah, I won't play Angel Feathers, so that's that's kind Go of ahead. invalid. No one Um, should play Angel Feathers. uh, Clarence Sword is one, is actually a deck that I own uh, currently trying to sell it because, I don't know, I'm trying to downsize. But um, a Clarence Sword has one Stand Trigger in the deck just because of what its effect is. Um, basically I, uh, what the idea is to call it with Clarence Sword. The Stand Trigger counts as two retires when you retire it for any effect, then goes back into deck. In deck. So uh, it's an, a reusable, abusable uh, two sacrifices whenever I want it. It's pretty good. So that's the only deck that I'll play stands in, and I just realized something really disgusting. Um, if you play stands in Kagero, and you use the G Guard with the stand with the stand trigger that gives ten thousand to something on the field, you can make your Vanguard a twenty one k base that's on the opponent's big. turn. But,
2: but that involves you having the stand trigger on the field. So it's yeah, like, I mean it's 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 probable. Yeah, you'd be like you have to like set up for it.
1: Well, obviously, you. Just it doesn't that sound story, that hard.
2: But, yeah,
1: yeah. but you, yeah. th- that would require you playing Stand Triggers, therefore.
2: Oh, and getting them in your hand.
0: I mean, is it a flame dragon? I'm not sure how I feel about Stand Triggers anymore. Like they, I would, I used to agree with you, Adam. I used to think that Stand Triggers are literally the worst thing ever. No, they're releasing some
1: stands with really good effects. I will admit that.
0: Yeah, I can't play them. The Great Nature Stand, the Murakubo great Nature Stand. stand? We don't. <laughs> oh, okay,
1: the Murakumo stand is necessary for the m- mechanic of the deck. Like, you can't not play it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, the Nova Grappler stand
1: is 100% good. Oh. Nova Grappler stand is good, but I don't feel like Nova no, Grappler not, not Grapplers rough,
2: not
1: stuff. need the stand anymore. No, not
2: that, not that stand. No, the oh, G-set yeah, 1 stand, cool. the
1: one oh, that, no. when it boosts, stand, uh, stand a stand card. I mean, oh, plus
2: 5, k okay, yeah. 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 Wait, the, the one from. What?
1: The one from G Set One. When yeah, this unit boosts, up. it yeah. goes yeah, back into deck power, and though. stands a card. It just stands a card. Does it? Yeah. Day. Yeah. So you attack with yeah. Sazanda. You you then you restand it for a 13k. And then you yeah. restand it. It's 14 now. Then you attack with Sazanda. Then you attack with White Hank or Cool Hank, whatever cool his name Hank. is. Then you re-stand cool it, Hank, and then you attack with your Vanguard Victor skill. Then you restand it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, you probably go with Victor cool. first, so you can stack triggers onto it. Yes. But,
0: but yeah, man. I mean, there's...
1: It depends. It's a dragon, I think it's,
0: it's one, playstyle, and two, do you like to get greedy with certain effects?
1: I just don't like stance, because you need field to do it. And I I feel much... I almost exclusively play decks that uh, disrupt the opponent's field. I like control. Like Kagro, Narakami, Link Joker. I uh-huh. had Mega Colony at one point. Uh, those are the decks. The Gear Chronicle kind of do it, even though they're uh, they are do a lot more now as well. Um. <laughs> I
2: think you mean they do everything now.
1: Yeah, basically. No, Grand Blue does everything.
0: Oh my Grand God, Blue. Man, No, great. Grand Blue does not do everything. They still have a standing Vanguard or a Vanguard that gets a crit.
2: Fine, but they have a better Blaster Blade. Do they?
1: Counterblast one, one, retire one, card on the opponent's one. field, and draw one.
2: I, I guess. All right, fine. just cause you don't have the flogel Yeah,
0: I would really like the flogal. It's
1: okay. Your flogel is called slash it.
0: You're a, actually. He has a point actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can't do it again, and again, on the same turn. Mm, Dude, you need to have the you... flogals on the field. What? No, but like I watched Jason goals. Lee I'll play against
1: Joey. And he called two flogels and killed him that turn. It's on yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Double
0: flogel is scary.
1: Double Flogal is, uh, it basically says, hey, Kagro G guard the, the blaster blade and remove it from the field.
2: Pretty much. <laughs> like, you got to hope that they don't get a crit, otherwise. That's... Oh, yeah. Um, that's, that's like the thing with, in.
1: like, Labros and Tidal Assault with, uh, oh, uh, Orthea behind it is three attacks from Tidal Assault. Yeah. Um,. 19 21 and uh, (laughs) (laughs)
2: 4
1: no it's 9 it's 9 before triggers Uh,
2: oh
0: my god the craziness I'm actually glad for these um, G-Guardian sort of like the Kagura one I'm hoping that like every clan kind of gets something like that Angel Feather 1
1: is actually really annoying is it? Angel Feather 1 is counterblast 1 perform rescue
0: Oh yeah, beautiful.
2: <laughs>
1: so counter-blast yeah. So kind of one, heal off the card that you just counter blasted, and oh. uh, damage check.
0: I can't wait to see how crappy like
2: the Nova Grappler equivalent of that is going to be. No, Josh, remember, it will never be as bad as whatever they give Narukami.
1: Oh yeah, they're they're really they're going really, really to sh- they're
2: sh- they're get to bind they, they, something. You they, know they're going to get to bind. something. Well, or could just say Thunderstrike three.
1: Actually, I think the Narakami is going to be Counterblast 1, your opponent selects 1, and their rear guards retires and binds it.
2: Yeah. If they did that, that would be crazy. It's not that good.
0: Yeah. Maybe the, maybe the Grand Blue will let me call out something that has hollow. Grand
1: Blue will call out some. We'll just say, re, re, call, a call a card from zone. your drop zone.
0: That's a 100% Can, better than the one we got. I
1: don't huh. mm. But you know, the Grand Blue will definitely say Counterblast 1, select 1 card in your drop zone and call it.
0: I'll be completely fine with that. As and well then what you do base. is you
1: call Skeleton Cannoneer, you hollow it, you counterblast one, you draw one, you retire the attacker.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so... Oh God, it's all free. I mean, that's a lot more work than what your fucking deck has to do, but I you know, know. whatever, we don't talk about that. Hey, but
1: Grenache, you draw Grenache. one.
0: Grenache.
1: Yeah, but it's counterblast two. Uh, yeah, counterblast one
0: like card. Well, it's fine, because it's Grand Blue. We have Grenache. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, uh... Guess we should be uh, wrapping up now. Uh, Adam, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast today. Thank you. Andrew, as always. Yep, yep. Um, we need to uh, check out our um, Facebook page for any of our events uh, with tournaments, especially with some of the stuff we're going to have coming up in uh, June. Um, South is going sure down. Ch- um, check out the the YouTube channel where we'll be posting as many of the, uh, Vongola circuit videos as we can, as well as like any other content we can put up there. Um, this podcast is probably going to be up there.
2: Yes, uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Most likely going to be up there. So, uh, thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of the team Vongola podcast. Uh, we will see you guys on the next one. Bye.
2: Bye.
1: It's stop.
0: Yeah.